This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, March 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Workers must be exempt from curfews. MFP and the stimulus mix and USDA sees boom in farm program sign-up. Industry appeals for worker exemptions. The nation's agriculture and food sector continues to mobilize to try to head off supply chain disruptions amid the coronavirus pandemic. More than 60 industry groups are appealing to the Trump administration, as well as state and local officials, to classify food industry employees as essential workers and exempt from gathering restrictions and lockdowns. A federal exemption should be granted if necessary, even if it requires congressional action, the groups say in a letter obtained by AgriPulse. Some states have clearly exempted food, beverage, and consumer packaged goods manufacturing plants from curfews and gathering restrictions, but others have not. The letter says this lack of uniformity is leading to significant confusion and could further deteriorate if a level of consistency across states and municipalities is not achieved quickly. The groups also say that all food transportation should be considered as food for emergency restocking of stores under the Transportation Department's emergency declaration waiving hours of service limits. On Wednesday, an exemption was announced for hauling livestock. Also, more than 40 farm groups sent a separate letter to the White House warning about the uncertainties facing the ag sector and saying they will be sharing questions, needs, and concerns with the administration in the coming days and weeks. In some other COVID-19 developments, farm groups are asking the State Department to speed the approval of H-2A workers following the suspension of regular visa processing services in Mexico. FDA is taking a number of steps in response as well to the crisis, including suspending routine surveillance inspections out of concern for their own workers and state agency contractors who perform the inspections. MFP in the mix in stimulus talks. Senators are rushing to negotiate a deal on a $1 trillion stimulus package that lawmakers hope to get to the White House within days. There have been active discussions about including a provision in the stimulus to top up USDA's CCC spending authority so that it could make another round of market facilitation program payments to farmers. That according to Senate GOP Whip John Thune of South Dakota. Farmers are now being hurt not just because of the tariff wars, but also the impact the pandemic is having on markets. There are new concerns among senators about the nosedive in cattle prices in recent weeks, so direct payments to cattle producers, possibly through a new MFP, might be merited, according to Thune. Now, keep in mind, Thune cautioned there are a lot of moving parts to the negotiations over the stimulus package. By the way... Separate from the stimulus issue, the White House is asking Congress for emergency funds to cover the rising costs of USDA and other departments and agencies of responding to the coronavirus pandemic. The administration also is seeking new legal authority from Congress, including a provision allowing USDA to extend the repayment period for marketing assistance loans. Emergency food aid signed into law. 
Anti-hunger advocates are welcoming enactment of a $104 billion pandemic relief package that expands food assistance and suspends SNAP work requirements. President Trump signed the bill last night just hours after the Senate approved the measure 90 to 8. Luis Guardia, president of the Food Research and Action Center, called the bill a vital down payment for addressing this public health and economic crisis. Feeding America, which represents the nation's food banks, called the bill an important first step toward providing our network with the needed food, funds, and flexibility to immediately help people in our communities. Purdue reassures on meat inspection. Federal meat inspectors are critical to keeping most packing plants open, and Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue has promised farm groups that operations will continue amid the outbreak. He assured us they are going to continue to do that work. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall told reporters yesterday he didn't tell us in any detail how they would do it. Another concern is with the viability of the workforce at packing plants, Duvall said, but stressed that it looks stable so far. In packing plants, I feel sure that those companies have good plans in place to be able to handle the situation, he said, noting that any problems, quote, could very much disrupt the supply chain. Now, keep in mind, USDA provides many other crucial services that farmers depend on, such as grain inspections needed by U.S. exporters, and the department is offering assurances for that, too. We are pleased to see reassurances from USDA that it will do all it can to ensure that the U.S. wheat store will remain open during this time of global uncertainty. That according to U.S. Wheat Associates President Vince Peterson. ARC PLC sign-up exceeds expectations. Producers have signed 1.7 million contracts for the price loss coverage or agriculture risk coverage program. That enrollment was 5% more than USDA expected based on sign-up under the 14 Farm Bill, according to Richard Fordyce, administrator of USDA's Farm Service Agency, speaking with AgriPulse. He did not disclose enrollment numbers for the two programs. Economists expected the vast majority of producers to select PLC. EPA pesticide labeling regulation probed. EPA Inspector General examining whether the agency has been properly implementing a provision in the federal pesticide law allowing states to set conditions on the use of crop protection chemicals. The provision is the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act, Section 24C, which says states can expand the use of pesticides. States have also used the provision to restrict pesticide use, most notably since the introduction of new dicamba herbicides in 2016. EPA expressed concern about the practice last year, but has not taken any action to limit states' use of 24C. Leo Reed, incoming president of the Association of American Pesticide Officials, said APCO, quote, is very concerned that the agency may rescind or modify what states have done for many years. He says the use of 24C is necessary because a single federal label cannot possibly take into account every scenario across the multiple cropping systems and multiple scenarios. Senators appealed to Trump on exemptions. 
A bipartisan group of senators is sending a letter to President Trump asking the administration not to appeal a Tenth Circuit Court decision overturning some small refinery exemptions from the annual biofuel usage mandates. The letter was led by Nebraska Republican Deb Fisher and Illinois Democrat Tammy Duckworth. Now, with the global economy bracing for the full consequences of the coronavirus, upholding this court decision is a small step that will have resounding benefits for farmers and ethanol stakeholders who are on the ropes, according to the letter. Here's today's He Said It. MFP is a tried and true and proven method of getting assistance out there quickly. That Senate GOP whip John Thune, a South Dakota Republican, would ask if a new program could be used to provide direct aid to farmers harmed by the impact of the pandemic. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, March 19th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.